Welcome to As the Garden Grows, a podcast about a small cannabis company and our journey in growing wellness. So welcome to our episode this week. Thank you all for listening. We've got Moj here. Hello. And Ryan. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome, welcome. So excited to get into it with you this week. I think we've got some hot topics to get started. We've got some hot topics. Pot topics. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, got it. Guys, my pot topics, often celebrity driven. Today, it is that we have a new celebrity weed line, but we're actually excited about it. It's from our guy, Ooh. Jaleel White, aka Urkel. It's called Purple Urkel. I mean, Purple Urkel is already a strain I learned today because, you know, my <laughs> cannabis education is always ongoing. But um, so so Purple Oracle was already a strain, but he's creating a whole company to like really maximize on it. All of the products they have are going to be like derivatives or what is the term of when you create a new line from? Yeah, derivatives. Okay, of the Purple Oracle strain. So that's so cool. Yeah. I just love that. Well, I guess I have some questions. Okay, go ahead. I guess my first question is who owns Purple Oracle? The strain. Like, did he buy it from them? Is he collaborating with that? Well, actually, that brings up a good question in general. Do people own strain? Absolutely. So how do people... So, like, you buy seeds from, like, the official owner of that strain kind of thing? Yeah. Usually, it it could be an owner. For example, I would say one of the most famous ones is Sherbinsky. He's the creator of Gelato. Okay. And, you know, everyone who knows Sherbinsky usually knows him as Gelato, you know, the person who created Gelato. Um, but like there's some strains that, you know, for example, some of my favorite strains, they come from like Humboldt Farms. So if I wanted to buy those strains, I would have to buy them from Humboldt Farms or a, you know, seller who's selling, who bought them from Humboldt Farms. But interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you this, his quote is, and it's about that a bit is the thing that always stood out to me was that there was no clear brand leader for fire purple weed. It made no sense to me that no company of significance had claimed this lane. So why not me? So maybe it's something that it's like, well, maybe the strain itself can be made from two other, you know, like, well, yeah, I'm sure it is. We can look it up and see what the genetics of purple Urkel are. I'm sure it's a um, hybrid of two strains, probably some type of purple haze or purple kush. I think purple Urkel is an indica. So um, I would imagine that it would be like, paired with a kush. Okay, so it's from Mendocino Perps. So, yeah, I mean, that's that makes sense because I think they are one of the more famous farms for for working with those strains. Like I think grape kush comes from there. I think I mean Mendocino Perp is a pretty famous strain from that area of California. So, um and they're a really famous farm. So, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if someone cuz I'm sure there's some origination to that strain some farm created it, you know, someone's going to come for him on that. I, I promise right. you. I've, I've been friends with growers, intense gr- growers are really intense people because growing is an intense science. And especially when you're creating a strain, you, you've got to really know what you're doing with that. So the person who created it, trust and believe if Jaleel White is about to start making money off of it. Uh, I, I just wanted to let you know that. Um, so first of all, two things. One, he is, it's a, partnership with 710 labs so it's maybe that the lab owns okay, the right that, to use it or grow it or whatever that is that, or they've been that growing could make kind more of situation sense, yeah. he's just putting his name on it the best thing that i'm um gay gasping about is that there is 
also he's creating a line, a strain called Stefan, which is purple Urkel mixed with the white. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> do you think he'll wait. do all the side characters? I hope he does. <laughs> Hold on. Is, wait. Okay. So one thing that I do want to say is <laughs> my other question was, does he own the name Urkel? Because one thing I will say about Jaleel White, y'all know I'm a huge Family Matters fan. I love Family Matters. I, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Obviously, Urkel made that show. You know, we people who know the history of that show. Oh. Uh, right. Well, let me tell you just a quick update. It's spelled differently. That's how we got around it. Oh. Because the, the strength, the company, he, the character is E-L. The line is L-E. Okay. All right. That's wow, it. we figured out how he got around all of these little tricks today. This motherfucker <laughs> He thought about out it. Out here. You know what? Come to find out, he thought about it before he did this Forbes article that you know we were what? reading. And go ahead, Jaleel. <laughs> Do your thing, bruh. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm with it. I'm with it. The only reason I'm upset is because it means he's not going to be acting. I think you need to focus on that craft. What was the last time he was really in something, though? I have no idea, but it disappears. I would me. be here for a Family Matters oh, reboot. Yes. I would be so here for that. Like Urkel's children. Oh my God. Him and Laura. Come on. Ooh. I would die for a Family Matters reboot. Are we starting a spin-off podcast <laughs> called <laughs> Family Still Matters? And it's us campaigning for a Family Matters reboot. I think we have to. <laughs> I found my new life's calling. I always thought the empire would expand. I didn't know it would go there. Listen, <laughs> I do love me some Family Matters. Excellent. I'm especially quiet because I never watched Family Matters, <gasps> so I really don't. I know. I know. I wasn't going to mention it, but I feel she... like I was going to be fake about it. <laughs> Honestly, I really respect you because that's something I would never do. And I also think that we'll watch <laughs> some when you're here. We'll have a marathon. You have to. Yes. Have I would to. love to watch it from the beginning. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, let's do it then. And I just will say, especially if you do watch it from the beginning, because I recently actually did go back and watch it from the beginning because it's on Hulu. So, you know, Endemic had me in for a little bit. So a bitch went back and relived my childhood days. And going back from the beginning was one of the best things I ever did because, first of all, you will appreciate Jaleel White so much. He really is an incredible actor. And as I was going back, I, a lot of questions popped up because um, their youngest daughter, I'm pretty sure her name was Judy. She just disappears after the fourth season. Like literally they just stopped putting her in episodes. Not a word is said about her ever again. <laughs> and that was kind of weird. And then like other stuff just, you know, that happens in the show or whatever. I was just Googling and, and reading articles a lot. And and in general, I've loved these people, so I've stayed up with them over the years. But, like, most people attribute the show to Jaleel White's acting and speak on how he was so creative with the characters. And, like, he did so many different characters on the show. And I thought, like, he really – when you go back and watch it and you see and you think about how old he was at that time, what he was doing, like, it, it's kind of amazing to see, you know, his talent coming out in that way and just going back and reliving it. So – I'm definitely down to go back and watch it. It's just also one of those things where like when someone throws themselves so deeply into a character like that, it's just such a joy to watch. Like they are, it's just hilarious. Right. Yeah. Like genuinely hilarious. And I mean, he really did that in such a, such an amazing way that like still to this day, you know, it's hard to take away Urkel from Jaleel White. It's hard to even see him and not just see Urkel. And I'm sure that's been to his own, like, I'm sure that's not something he has loved always, you know, 
But it just goes to show how amazing he played that character. Yeah. I hope that he loves that. Me too. About him. Me too. I, I, I do too. Like, I hope he goes back and watches himself and he's just like, yeah, right, you did that. I think similarly, I'd just like to say I know without a shadow of a doubt that Raven goes back and watches herself on the Cosby show and says, like, mm, I'm cute. And I have to agree. Yeah, because she was cute on the Cosby show. She was. And that was it. That's so Raven was. <laughs> what? A mess. We don't have time. We don't have time for this. I will <laughs> never forget this one episode of That's So Raven. Wow. Where. I can't remember. Was her best friend's name Eddie? It, yeah. Hi. Just yeah, why is that like a quintessential best friend name? Okay. So her best friend's name was Eddie. And you know how she could like read minds or whatever? Oh my God. She could see the future. What is she this? She could see the future. Oh. <laughs> she couldn't read minds. It was an episode where something happened and all of a sudden she could read minds. And Eddie was thinking that her hair looked fucked up. And he was oh. like. <laughs> Go on. What was Eddie thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and she could read his mind and she read him in his mind be like, damn girl, I don't know what's going on, but your hair is toe up. <laughs> and she was like, Eddie. <laughs> and I think that was just like the one time. And to you, I asked, what's the problem? What do you, what do you not want to laugh? What do you? I don't know. That was it. That's all Listen, I Listen, I can't speak to Raven, the person, but I think that's so Raven I feel very comfortable speaking to. Can't speak to Raven's home either. That seems like hot trash. But what I will say is that's so Raven was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was one of my favorite shows. Thank you. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> Me was. Too. I watched it dubbed in India when I was growing up, so I never heard... I never heard their voices in English, so I recently started re-watching it on Disney+, Plus, and it has been such a different experience, like, listening to it in English. It's like, oh, so that's how the song goes. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I've never heard of anything more adorable than you as a little girl sitting and watching dubbed That's So Raven. Like, that is so cute. Let's do an oil painting that. It was that and the Lizzie McGuire show. Lizzie McGuire. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't Lizzie McGuire. I hate to say it, but Lizzie McGuire Why do you was. I hate to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so She's easy. Excellent. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know, I don't know why I'm not proud of like You're my Disney. Your Disney. I am. I am. I. <laughs> When I go back and watch those shows, I cringe. I can't. I'm like, oh, my God. You can't I, be going back to watch Lizzie McGuire because it's so it. hilarious. <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> Genuinely. First of all, Lizzie, when she went to work at that <laughs> juice bar when she was 13 inexplicably, <laughs> and they were like, sure, we'll hire you, and she kept spilling stuff. It's like, what's going on? This isn't legal. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I really enjoyed the movie too when she goes oh. to Rome. Oh my god! And she has this like, whole. I wanted to be her. <laughs> the movie is a, just I a to great. Be up on stage performing. Hey now. <laughs> I feel like I could watch the movie. Oh, the movie's excellent. And I watch it like once a year, probably. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always come to it and I'm like, oh my god, it's been so long. And then when I start watching, I'm like, yeah, I must have just watched this. <laughs> I remember everything. I watched the um the Brandy Cinderella probably like Ooh. oh four times a year. I just got put on that this last, last pandemic. pandemic. My girlfriend Tempest put me last on that pandemic. By the way, <laughs> by the way, it was the nineteen twelve. Like after what we went through, this there might be some in the future. We just don't know. 
when they when they unearth this, they'll be like, which pandemic were they talking about? I wonder. (laughs) (laughs) The way that we move in, I just I don't know. I don't see this as the last one. (laughs) Tim, don't speak on it. You know you know how I feel about your gut. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that movie was really good too. I'm glad that's on Disney Plus now. Ah, oh, me too. I you know it. what's great? I love I love that this is dissolved into our favorite Disney movies, but if there is <laughs> know, a better movie, this, uh, I couldn't disagree more. If <laughs> there is a movie that's better than The Princess Diaries, I'll have you I'll have you submit it because actually I use The Princess Diaries as now just an indicator of everything. I'm like that pizza's good, but it's no Princess Diaries. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> Cinematic Wait, experience. Okay, let me just first of all make sure that I'm thinking about the right movie. We're talking about the Anne Hathaway movie. We just learned that she prefers Annie. Oh, Annie. can you believe that? We're talking about Annie Hathaway. Oh, what? Annie Hathaway. Can you believe? <laughs> okay. And uh, she took too long yeah. to make that preference. Andrew? She's Anne Hathaway now. <laughs> yeah, and Julie Andrews. Yeah. Julie Andrews. Okay. Yes. The I watched that movie. I probably watched that movie over 200 times. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. I'm so glad. <laughs> I owned that movie. <laughs> I still have the DVD, DVD collection. Yes, the, the collection. Two, the two yep, set. Uh-huh, yeah, had it. Watched still them both. <laughs> and I ha- I can honestly say I've seen that movie. I, everything about it. Love it. Yes. <laughs> That's a classic. Ooh. That is a motherfucking classic. Well, now we have to watch it. <laughs> can we just talk about some of like, the Disney Channel movies that were so good, though? Mm, all of them. Halloween Town. Halloween Town was amazing. Okay, I liked motocross. Ryan <laughs> makes fun of me for this. I just think it's hilarious when you, when you go down the list of decoms, if you will. People don't usually get to motocross. Well, for some reason, it's one of my faves. I watched that one, and I really liked the luck of the Irish too. Oh, okay. Do you Never remember that cut. one? Definitely with the guy from Smart House. Oh yeah, he was. I don't remember that one. You remember luck of the Irish? Okay, mm-hmm. um, I think that's probably. Offensive Fine. if we go back and watch it, right? Uh, I was like, <laughs> most likely. Also, the ear, there was a lot going on. There. Also, there I'd like to red flag um, Wendy a... Wu Homecoming Warrior for this similar treatment. I'm not oh, sure okay. if that will hold that. that. <laughs> that was with Brenda Song. I, okay, I could see that. Um, wait, let's name some others, though, because there were some really good Disney Cadet shows. Kelly. Oh, yeah, Cadet Great Kelly was really Oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. The one where... Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami is a good one. Yep. Brink. Brink was good. In terms of sports-related. Yep. Um, there were so many like weird ones. Yeah, there were just so many random. Oh, what was what was the Cisse Puede one? Oh my God, gotta kick it up. Yes. yes. Do you know what's so funny about that? <laughs> what's so funny about that movie is one time I went to a conference with my dad's company, and that woman who was the teacher was giving a speech. Like Get we had like a dinner with her. Yeah, because I would have died that day. <laughs> I was dying. And what's funny is she's like actually a great Broadway star and she originated like Bell on Broadway or something. So she wow. was really famous for that. And that's all they were talking about. And then I was like, I know this woman. Who is this woman? <laughs> then like at the very end, they play like a clip package of her and they show Gotta Kick It Up. I'm like, what? <laughs> We've wasted this whole night. Not talking to her about Gotta Kick It Up. Wow. That was such a good one. Yeah, that was a great one. All right, we can All we right. can wrap this part up. Well, <laughs> I did okay. have another plot topic. Uh, I just I do I just wanted to share this one because it it this one it grabbed me. You know what I mean? Like it snatched me up. You know? <laughs> oh really? Okay, okay. Let me just read the headline. 
American facing years in Dubai prison after cannabis traces found in urine. <laughs> Let that sink in. No, this one hurt my heart. <laughs> I have so many. Wait, so many questions, things. though. So yeah. many questions. Good questions. Okay. <laughs> They're piling. Well, let me just give a couple of the facts of the, on the article so that, you know, in case. All right. So this man, his name was Peter Clark. He flew to Dubai. This was February 24th on a business trip looking for a recording studio. So this man is not even a resident of Dubai, not even a transitioning resident of Dubai. So he had make, to go to the hospital. I don't know, Peter. <laughs> I don't know. About Peter. I don't know him. What's his rap name? <laughs> Again, I don't know. Peter. <laughs> He's actually a retired game designer. So again, I, I do not know this man. Again, oh, no. he had to go to the hospital because he had a pancreatitis attack. Uh-oh. Pancreatitis attack. Very painful. Oh, no. Okay. They tested his urine, which I can't even imagine. I'd love to know how they got it. How? That is real. <laughs> like, and did he found. Have a- hashish traces and that is considered possession in the uae <laughs> stop laughing oh no my best friend lives in dubai <laughs> technically his body possessed it and technically i'm right look then i'm shaking now like i that this is so well i mean he would have had to give his urine voluntarily he would have had to it's not something that they can well, really like get out of the bag Guys, he was being held in prison for weeks. He was being held in a Dubai prison for weeks. What's their Dubai prisons like? Because everything's nice. Not there, so. nice. Not prison. Oh. Not quite. Not yeah. Because you know how nice those Swedish prisons are? You ever seen those? It is no. We're talking about the year. I don't know how nice no prisons are. I assume no. all of them are shit. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to be in prison. You must not be committing crimes. I'm just thinking. He said he was in a flea-ridden cell, which... It's hard to believe when you've been to Dubai, but I'm still, like, my bones hurt. What do the fleas stick to? Fleas live This is no longer funny now. No, it hurt my heart, guys. He said that he was really, like, barely got food, barely got to shower. He did not bring drugs to Dubai. He didn't purchase them or consume them there. Did he he contact the American embassy? Because I'm sure they can do something for him. No, he's he's just staying in his hotel waiting for his like prosecution trial, trial. or whatever. Yeah. At least he got out of jail. But that's fine. I know, crazy. so he did get out of jail. Yeah, he's in his hotel now. He was in jail for like three Well, let me never go to Dubai because guess what? If you look hard enough, you'll find something. No. You take I, my hair, you take I my I had pee. heard before that like someone got arrested um because they found like um buds on the bottom of their shoe or something like that and that was like really nerve-wracking and i will say like yeah like i'm not going don't say that dubai is so fun i i don't know what kind of situation you think i've got going on but if they get any of my pee it's game (laughs) over for me and i don't have the resources to just hang out in dubai during my trial also guess what actually i'm not built for that it's also technically (laughs) illegal to be gay there isn't it so like i'm already out I'm out twice. <laughs> Stone me, literally. I Honestly. guess you just can't be sick. You yeah, just yeah. cannot go to the hospital. If I, well, now I know. If I get taken to Dubai, do not. You got to get on the flight. Get back. I just gotta go home. <laughs> stay I here. Be like, I don't care what it costs. You better book me home. <laughs> you love me. No facts. I don't you care. We all here. have to pool together. 
I don't care what y'all got to do. Y'all get me home. Well, where's the closest border? Home's not the best place. In the what? UAE is a whole region. I know. I'm saying, what's the closest? <laughs> There's border, still a border. It's an island. It's, it's an island. I, don't, I think it's surrounded by water. Like, it is? Let me see. Let it, me look this up. Is an archipelago? Moj, can you talk to this man? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I'm horrible I, at I, geography. I am. I'm looking up the map. I'm looking up the map. Let's take a look. <laughs> so it's it just, is not an island. What is or it? an or a collection of islands? <laughs> it's connect. Oh, no, UAE. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. I oh. mean, nowhere around there is great. It's like your best option, Saudi Arabia. But oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just. No, you're worse off going there <laughs> for rules. <laughs> At least UAE Honestly, knows that it's too close for home for me. <laughs> you're the one who brought it up. I, mean, I, <laughs> I guess you could really jump into. Iran or Afghanistan, but I'm just telling you, you're not having better luck there. No. <laughs> I do want to go to Iran, though, just in general. It looks so beautiful. Just next flight. The I rolling hills. <laughs> Let's just have a backup plan present. Okay, guys? Just in case anything happens, you don't know. You don't know. Because you'll ask me the water. Next thing I know, I'm having a attack in my stomach. Not even Anything that. Feels, high, sounds v- weird. I need what, an IV. Anything like that. Where but also, you're like a fine-tuned off. vegan. What if they sneak some meat in and you're violently ill? You're like, oh, I just got to get on my commercial flight back. I'm like Roblo <laughs> in that episode of Hark's yes. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Shitting on the floor. <laughs> I won't do it, not in Dubai. Yeah, I'll guess what? Know. That's illegal, too. <laughs> no. I'm sure street defecation is not. Oh, God, yes. You would definitely go to jail for that. But in general. Wow. (laughs) I'm shocked. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Did you talk to Lauren about it yet? I haven't talked to her about it. And again, this one really has me hurt in my heart. I'm telling you, doesn't it never leave your pee? Like, we can never go. Well, it (laughs) certainly never leaves my pee. Right, mine either. I don't think. I, How long would you have to wait? Don't even talk dumb. What do you get? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna I'm gonna pre. <laughs> I'm not going at all. I'm just trying to help you get there. <laughs> <laughs> I know my limits. Okay, I can only talk my way out of so many things. I can't be like, no, I'm definitely straight, and I've never had weed in my life. Like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> next thing you know they look you up on instagram (laughs) like what do you do for work i'm like okay take me straight to the cell you're right i'll go i'll I'll go i'm short shorts okay i've got to (laughs) go i'm also surprised since there's so many tourists that go to dubai that they're even being so strict about this I'm shocked myself. I do. I tend to think of Dubai as such a um, like progressive yeah, place, especially like in that region. Yeah, like it, it. It was shocking for me. It was shocking for me. And I'm also shocked just because I guess I feel like the UAE and just again that region of the world, they tend to love business opportunities mm-hmm. and. Cannabis is such a lucrative business opportunity. And there would be so much opportunity in that region of yeah. the world, especially. So I guess I'm just so shocked, but I get it. I, get, I, I mean, maybe you can speak to this more, Moj. Like, does it have to do with Muslim it's, law? Yes. 
Okay. It, it is. It just has to do with, yeah, it just has to do with the religious laws and yeah. you, it's just not permitted and it's yeah. not something that they're going to go against. It's just kind of like they're it's never going to also. State. At the end of the yeah. day, it's a Muslim state. And they're right next to Saudi Arabia where like the main, you know, the mosque is just so disrespectful. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they did allow it, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, close. for sure. Like, for sure. So, yeah, I can see that. That's why it's like, um, but I just, I'm surprised that they're going this hard after it being traced in urine. Like, I would understand if they were going this hard, if they found it in his bags and they're like, oh, no, you did not just bring it here. But it's like, they're going a little too hard on this man. So it's kind of like, I'm not really sure what else is at play here. Well, it also sends like quite a message because... Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying too, like a lot of like famous rappers go to Dubai, a lot of, you know, Rihanna and those types go to Dubai. It's like Dubai is a really fun ass place to go. I I can't, I cannot speak more highly of Dubai in terms of just like what a good time it is. It's so fun. I I know that people sometimes have this preconceived notion that that area of the world is like really conservative and all this and like you can't wear certain things or you wouldn't be comfortable, but it's like, I did not experience that at all. I felt the safest in Dubai compared to anywhere. I've been in the world. Like I never had to worry about anything when I was there. So I really do love Dubai, but it sends quite an odd message to, you know, I think not even people like me, but just like really famous people who go there. I'm sure spend a lot of money there and have a really good time there, but damn, like could potentially just be in jail or, you know what I mean? Like what's, yeah. what's that about? I will say probably like Dubai and UAE is making so much money just off of business and import and export that the it's probably not as important to them of what the celebrities are coming there to spend. Like it's not even material to them what the celebrities are spending. So it doesn't matter. You know, they have so much other money. Yeah. They have so oil true. money. They That's have so, so much other money. No, I mean, just yeah. not hotel money. Like, yeah, I mean, in Dubai, all like all the hotels are like luxury hotels. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah, they come in, they do these billion dollar projects there. So of course, of course, you're absolutely right, Mosh. It's like you you gotta be talking a whole different game monetarily if you wanna raise that type of eyebrow in Dubai. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was my pot topic. Once again, we well, ended I- on a downer. Do you have a good a good one, Mosh? <laughs> I do. Let me lift our spirits back up. Let's take take both of you guys back to the States. So Virginia, <laughs> Virginia just passed a law on legalizing recreational marijuana. Yay. And that's like the so first Virginia, like in the South. So right? like, yeah. the huh? first, like that's the first like in the South, right? Like Yeah, it is. South. It is. And I was reading a little bit into it, and it sounds like it was supposed to go into effect 2024, but they just <laughs> moved the date up to July 1st of this year. Well, that's wow. awesome. They were like, we're definitely not going to, we're not sure we're going to be here in 2024. We're going <laughs> to, <Yeah. laughs> this could be a whole different situation. Like, oh my God, please. As most yeah, mentioned the earlier, all the in- incoming pandemics, we don't have no idea what it's going to be like <laughs> in 2024. <laughs> Pandemic changes minds, guys. <laughs> well, the governor was saying how he just doesn't feel right that so many folks can be arrested, you know, until oh, this yeah, law I really agree. goes into effect, that it's really not fair that this law will be going into effect in a few years and people yeah. can serve jail time in the meantime. So I do think that's a really progressive thinking and it's amazing. So now folks there, 21 and over, can possess up to 
an ounce or less on them oh, starting cool. July. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty good. And I think it does allow them to grow up to three or four plants. Okay. Okay. So it's a pretty nice good. Start. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I heard New Mexico yeah. legalized as well. They did. They did. Nice. 17 states now that have legalized oh, it. I want to say at least 16. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I think you're right because we were at 15 and then with New Mexico and, and Virginia, it would be 17. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's great news. Hopefully federal yeah. legalization is just around the... Just around the river bend. There it is. Yeah. I think that is what's motivating them too because they mm-hmm. know it's going to be federally legalized. So in the meantime, they might as well rake as much of this state tax money as they can. That's the <laughs> thing. Know? Like you should be smart because this is like once <laughs> the Fed okay. comes in, there's definitely not going to be able to make as much money in the states for states. That's so true. you should absolutely be yeah, cashing that's in true. on it. That's a really good yeah. point. Ask Colorado how much money they got. That's, a good that's all point. they talk about. Everybody looks at Colorado to mm-hmm. see how much money they made. It really was, you know the first one to open it up that way. So it is amazing. I'm really, makes me really happy to see that. Me too. Yeah. Me as well. It's great. It's great for the world. Yeah. It's great for the world. It is. <laughs> it's great for the Great for the States. I don't know about the world. <laughs> well, I think well, the then more they can people, follow along. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the more people that have access, safe access to cannabis, yeah. the better. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. It is very healing, and I just hope that people will continue to learn about it and utilize it as it becomes more increasingly available. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you have. That's how you erase stigma. Yeah, really. Realize yeah. what it actually is, and, and that makes sense because that's it. why they've hid it, hidden it for so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's why because right. they realize it's awesome. Right. Okay, so for today, we're going to do another kind of like thematic episode. We're going to explore a topic together. And what we're going to talk about today is anger. Yes, anger. It's perfect for Aries season because we're all feeling a little fiery. Right. And the end of Aries season. Like, I think when the sun gets into those last degrees of a sign, because it's switching into Taurus on um, Monday, um, it, it's like the strongest. And that energy of that sign really can come through. So although I do know that the sun is exalted at 19 degrees of Aries, so I'm sure that was a great week. That was last week, which was a good week. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a good week. Yeah. But so, yeah. So, uh, you know, the sun is just finishing up its time in Aries. Aries season is about to end. and We're roasting. I don't know. I, I felt like this this was the topic that... Well, Kishana, you need to speak to it, especially because you are um, a, just a calm, beautiful person. Now, I always have like a river of anger running just underneath my first layer of skin. And I, I'm always ready to use it. That's my fuel. So like I'm... I can speak to anger whenever you want, (laughs) but I'd like to hear from you because I don't ever really perceive you as angry. See, okay. Two things I will say about that. One is that you have a really thick skin, so you really know me and understand me and see me in so many different ways that, and anger is not something that I like to have or like be expressing a lot of. Um, So I think, you know, I understand why you're saying that. Although I think, and you know this, like other people tend to 
accuse me of being really <laughs> angry at moments that I'm actually being really, I think, reasonable. Sometimes sometimes people just get wild with who they act like you're being. Yeah. And it's not who you're being. <laughs> and that's why it's helpful to have a third party to be like, no, it no, is. No. And like, yeah, Ryan's <laughs> been a witness to multiple times where people have accused me of being angry in moments where I've really not been. But anyway, so that's like also one thing. And then another thing that I will say to that is that anger is something that I've had to really like work with a lot in my life. And when I was young, I was, I think a little bit more like forthcoming with my anger. Actually, I think I was just a very angry person when I was young. And a couple years ago, as you guys know, I stopped drinking. And I honestly thought that with me not drinking anymore, my issues with anger would subside because that's where it really got the worst, like out of control. And I can laugh about it now, but I probably still have people that I need to apologize to. And like, <laughs> you know, it happened. And I, I did. I had sending them love. And I am. And I and they know it. But <laughs> like I definitely had some anger issues and I had some, you know, misplaced anger and things like that. And I really used the last couple of years to like not be about anger because also at one time in my life, I really associated anger with power. I think that I was the only girl in my family and I grew up in a ang very angry household. I will say that like, we just all had a lot of anger. I mean, we were like five black kids growing up in Boston. So there was a lot of anger in this house. Um, and it was a, it was a huge way that my family, that we expressed ourselves and um, because I had all brothers that I was living with, like masculinity was, you know, very apparent and masculinity and anger are often associated together um, for better or for worse. And so, yeah, so I had a lot of anger and I was very expressive of my anger in my younger years. And then recently in recent years, especially when I stopped drinking, I've been able to really like put that anger aside and not need to use it, especially not for power, because that definitely that was something that I used to do. I used to use anger as a way to like wield power over other people. Um, but what I realized this week in all the situations that we've been going through and me especially, um, and just like the last 24 hours, cause yeah, I just had a really long last 48 hours really. But, um, I realized that like, i I kind of put my anger too far away. And now in, in some moments, it just starts bubbling up and erupting. And I, I don't really have like the grasp over it. And it's not about one thing that I did in like that transitionary phase was that a lot of my anger, my previous, you know, versions of myself was anger that I had with other people. And I still have a lot of anger that I need to work through that I have with myself. And mm -hmm. that is something that I, like what happened to me yesterday, I, I lost my keys and I was really upset with myself about it. And my anger was erupting in ways like I couldn't make eye contact with people. <laughs> and I, this is funny, especially because our carpenter like a couple of days ago freaked out on me and like couldn't make eye contact with me. I was like, this man's about to blow. And that was me <laughs> yesterday. And I was, I was like a ticking time bomb and I could feel it. And I was 
part of me was really confused because I was like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. Like, you know, just when you think you have outgrown something, which was our last topic, it will come back and just show you exactly where you are and, and who you are. And like, just to speak on that too, like yesterday, so I lost my keys. They, I lost them in a lift. I had to coordinate with this driver. I ended up having to meet him at the Prudential to get it which was such a pain in the ass. I had to cancel my class. It was such a thing. And so like I afterwards sat in Italy and I was like so angry. I was like boiling over that I was literally considering eating gelato. And then I had to take a step back and be like, bitch, do you, uh, first of all, this ain't about the cows. And second of all, are you not lactose intolerant? Like you want to hurt yourself? Like you're that angry. You're going to hurt yourself today. Like what is that even? And I was just like, stop it. Like, and that's where I really finally could laugh at myself. But yeah, like that, just this anger that could actually make me even willing or even think about consider hurting myself in such a way, because that truly would fucking hurt me. And it's just like, yeah, I just thought that it was something that I had figured out at least, because I do think anger is an important emotion that sometimes needs to be utilized. And, you know, my Mars is in the 12th house. And sometimes I think I'm too late with my anger. Like it comes later sometimes, like in the moment I can be very calm. And then like the next day I am so pissed about something like the sink situation. Well, it also talk about with you where people are able to push you. You know what I mean? Like that is a boundary thing. If you showed your anger earlier, people wouldn't cross that boundary, which it's not to say that's the only way to communicate. But I do think that's what is because I think even from their point of view, they don't think anything's wrong until it's too late. Well, you know, Ryan, you just made me realize that it's almost like I so don't want to be viewed as an angry person because part of the work that I've been doing this last year was really like embracing the divine feminine and kind of like sidelining my masculinity. Cause I actually have a lot of masculinity within me and I've really had to sideline that in these last few years and really embrace the divine feminine. But it's almost like I, like I said, I put my anger so far down that I've to Ryan's point, like started kind of just, I don't want to be associated or, or described or, you know, known as an angry person, particularly because I think people have known me as that. Well, do you think there's there's also the societal thing of not wanting to be an angry black woman? Yeah, like, I'm, and sure, I'm that. sure that. I think that plays into it more than you know, because I think that you reflect on your anger before releasing it in a way that, you know, a lot of people don't have, I have to think about. Because I have to think about that. Yeah, I do. I have to think about that. That's a good point. Thank you for saying that, Ryan. Like, that's 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 true. I, I do. I think about, and that's probably also a big part of the reason why I so don't want to be a you know, known as this angry person. And so, yeah, I don't, um, I don't feel like I've been allowing my anger expression to be as present and as like, you know, appropriate as it, as it needs to be, I guess. And so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it with you all today, because I guess I just wanted to, you know, I know Ryan always says like, yeah, he can talk about anger. Ryan's really not an angry person either, but yes, he can definitely go from zero to 100 in instant like it's it can happen I had a similar journey to you though where when I was younger like being closeted and being in like a like really masculine like society I guess I was really angry all the time and that was like that was my firm boundary is like people knew that I was like always ready to pop off Mm -hmm. which is not a good quality (laughs) and so and I agree with you in the sense of like anger can be power so I think now like that's a lot of the work that I'm trying to do too is like figuring out how to turn that trigger into like you get angry about 
injustices or you get angry when things aren't like right. how people say they right. are, you yeah. know, people aren't true to their word or people, right. you know what I mean? Like, I think there's the right forms for that anger. We just have to like find it. But the problem with like having it unchecked is you get so blind, like anger is so blinding. And even in that moment yesterday where you're like, you sit in it and you're like, I am so mad. What is that about? You know, which is the first step, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people just live in the anger, but yeah, the awareness is important. Yeah, I feel like the thing with anger is that you have to just realize what appropriate time it is to be angry. Because I will say for me, I like I know. Okay, I know for you, Kijana, I have experienced situations where like something has happened and like it's happening to you and it like it's jaw dropping. Like I would be very angry in the moment, but in the moment you handle it so well. But if a day or two later, you're like burning about it because yeah. now it's really settled yeah. and like how you handled it was like not how you really wanted to handle it. For me, it's like I will show my anger at that time. Like mm-hmm. I can't actually hold it back and I don't want to hold it back at that moment because like Ryan said, it's a boundary thing. Yeah, I just need folks to know you cannot cross this boundary and think it's like okay to kind of do that. But it really comes with a lot of practice because yeah. sometimes we're just so quick to anger and that's not okay either. You shouldn't right. be like quick right. to anger. Like I don't so want to be Dr. Heavenly on Married to Medicine. Just be like, yo, mama's like, I don't want to be you her. You want to constantly get to a place where you're talking about people's mother. I don't. But... Or calling them a bitch. <laughs> bitch can be playful. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that. But like... I do need to find something. Moj is so right. And I know exactly what you're talking about, Moj. And I'm dying because, like, that is a situation that, like, still to this day I think about. And I'm like, I should have cussed that bitch out. I yeah. should have cussed her out so Because it was deserving. In that moment, it was just so deserving. And I was ready for it to happen. And it didn't happen. And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, my spirit took over that day, truly, like that in that moment. Yeah. And as I, you know, you guys know that I've been in other situations where I'm like, my spirit just took over in this moment. And my spirit will do that. It will come in and take over. And I appreciate that. And I'm, and I think that's a good thing because, yeah. again, I don't want to be the person who is like cussing people out. And like in that situation, would I have felt good cussing her out? Yes. But, that could have done a lot more damage than good, you know? And I, and I think yeah. spiritually I knew that and I tried, and, that, and that's most situations. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's that, but I got to figure something out. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, one thing about me is that I don't like to feel like people have wronged me. Like I can remember even through all the work that I've done and all the, you know, the, the prayers and the meditation and the, you know, incense and, and bay leaves burnt. I can remember a lot of people that have done fucked up shit to me and I am still. (laughs) Not enough bay leaves in the world to release that list. I, I, I am telling you, there is just some deep rooted shit in there. And it's like, you know, I I have really forgiven a lot of people, but there's still a lot of people that I'm that I'm angry with, that I feel upset with things that they've done or certain situations, how they came out. And my response in these last years has really just been to ignore it and just to, you know, let it go, not care. And I think I certainly can't go back to the past. I can't go back. I'm, I'm not going to go back and just start going back, yeah. and, you know, cussing people out. 
<laughs> post, you know. I don't think that would be effective either. <laughs> post aggravation. But <laughs> what I can say is that I need to make a commitment, at least to myself, to express my honest opinions in certain situations, at least to name it. Like if I'm feeling yeah. angry, just to say, I just want to say that this is making me really angry. Well, I think you can take it a step further and you can be willing to stand up for yourself. I think that there's a thing where you you feel like, I think that you feel nervous sometimes about like just being like, no, like, yeah. would you like, would you fucking try that with anyone else? You know, know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's so programmed into you for so various reasons. But I think now I think that's what the universe is trying to tell you. Like you, you have it all. You know what I mean? Like you can handle it all. Yeah. And and it doesn't have to get to a place where you're take because what really you're doing is like you're taking all the emotion from that experience and then that's why you feel it the next day. Mm-hmm. And the person that went off doesn't even know that. A, well, no, they, they feel did. great because they, they went great. off on me and I just or stood there. Or even in a situation where they've like done something wrong to you, you know what I mean? Or oh, like treated time. you unfairly. It's a yeah. thing where they've gotten away with it and yeah. then they feel fine. And now you're stuck with it. Yeah, and I'm the only and one. And that's like the negative side of it. Yeah. That thing yeah. they say it's poison, but you're drinking it. Like it is true in the sense, but you also do have to do something with it. We know everything's energy. So whether that's right. like some journaling or some witchcraft, right. why don't you start cursing people? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm open to it. I'm not going to. You should watch out. Also, because I know my magic is powerful. I think everyone should worry. (laughs) No, don't. (laughs) No, I save that magic for people that really deserve it. But um, no, I, I, but thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. And I feel like you're right. I do need to start, I think, saying no to people and just standing up a little bit more. I think part of the reason why this is boiling up now, yes, because it's airy season. And this I, this last week really just has been, I feel like, a ball of fire. Wow. Yeah. But <laughs> I do feel like, and I feel like, you know, other people are experiencing that. And so it's coming out to me as well. But I also feel like as the, you know, owner of this business and someone who's every day trying to like push and get things done and and just get the right thing done, not get taken advantage of. We don't have a ton, but I know we have enough. And just these little things that happen where people just try to take advantage, it starts to wear on you after a while. And so I think part of this moment is me realizing that if I really am going to be able to lead this company in the way that we all need to be led, then I have to be able to say no to people. I have to be able to be angry and express myself I absolutely cannot be a pushover just for fear of being known as an angry black woman. Thousand percent. Yeah. And you can also like, as I think we we all have to get familiar too with being business owners in the sense that hi, you're a vendor, and when we asked you, when you said initially that it would be done by this date, it needs to be done by this date. We don't need to hound you and like chase you down, like just because this is a new business and we happen to be maybe like younger or mm-hmm. different color than other people you've worked for, it doesn't mean that you don't get to treat us with the same respect. You know what I mean? There's don't fuck around. This isn't. We're not just playing. Yeah. Like this isn't. Like we need to like have the seriousness of a business and hold people to what they tell us. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as your anger is not misplaced, as long as you're not taking out something that someone else did on somebody else, just because you're still feeling it, I think it's appropriate to, you know, because, but I think you are really good at being direct. Like, I think even though you don't get this, like, you don't get angry. I think folks still feel that, you know, that energy from you that you're not going to take it. This is not cool. But I just think that 
I never really see you that angry at someone. Like, I don't see you projecting that anger ever, but you know, I, you still feel it. So for me, it's like, yeah, (laughs) and that must like, that burns on the inside. So for me, it's like, if you do something wrong to me, if I don't tell you right away, I'm, I'll still be angry with you at a later time because I, I need to get it out so that we can at least move forward. I can't move forward if I like didn't get angry with you and didn't get over that anger. And now like, you know, we can reconcile. Can't reconcile now. (laughs) No, that's fair. That's fair. I I really appreciate this. This, um, this is a great session. It really was. (laughs) I just have to say, like, I really need to like sit with this and all of the things that you guys are saying, honestly, I really appreciate, like, I, I received them and I needed to hear them. Honestly, same. I definitely think like I, I've been, I know that I need to find a therapist <laughs> and every time, do- every day it's confirmed to me. I hear you universe, but like, especially like sp- focusing specifically on anger. Mm-hmm. Cause like, that's just something like, I don't think I can work through myself. Also like, I just don't remember a lot of my childhood. So I think that there's some shit there. Mm. you know I'm just I'm really not interested in wading through those waters myself mm. and I definitely recommend not going at it alone because yeah. that's a deep journey you know yeah that's a yeah. deep journey not like anyone touched me but I think I'm like a lot <laughs> <Not> <laughs> more angry than anyone thinks <laughs> no but I get what you're saying yeah. yeah 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 no I definitely I definitely get what you're saying and I feel like for you like it's interesting how we're so kind of different in that way of you being able to like really quickly express your anger. <laughs> it's probably why we're in that a must be the Leo team. <laughs> that must be a Leo sun trait more yeah. than a Leo moon. Because Ryan is both it's a certainly Leo sun not the Libra rising. <laughs> so, definitely not that. Yeah, it's it's well, yeah, because we're like loud and showy and we're ready to make a scene. I yeah, do love a scene. I feel like uh, Moj, her Mars is in Leo, and to her point, she is really expressive about her anger and she's pretty quick with it too. Like if something is bothering Moj, this is something that I I do really admire. If it's bothering her, she absolutely has to express it specifically to the person that is bothering her. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if she talks about it with other people because she'll do that too, but she still needs to go directly to the source. And if that's what's bothering her, that's that's it. Like there's nothing. She can't like bring anything else in. It's not, it's like, no, no, this is what's going on in my life right now. And I need to deal with this situation. And she won't move forward. And, you know, with, she won't move forward without having that confrontation. And I do really appreciate that about you because you always know where you stand with Moj. Like she is not really, she it's doesn't never confuse No, it's not. <laughs> and it's for you, Moj, it's so nice because you never have to work through anything that you're resentful for. You know what I mean? Like you never have that anger in you to work through because you got it out right when you had to. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing that I have worked on through the years is that like I need to understand the situation before I get angry because I think I used to get angry pretty quick. And then sometimes realize that like, oh, this was actually, yeah. I was actually angry about something else. And then yeah. I like kind of yeah. took it out here. This wasn't even the appropriate situation. Yeah. But I do still believe that it's good for people to know where they stand with you. Just so that when you come around, it's no like fake shit. It's like, yeah. I either yeah. like you or I don't like you. Yeah. And if I don't like you, it's not even that I'm going to do anything to you. It's just that you're going to be fully ignored. 
Yeah. Like my whole power is that I won't speak to you. That's me too. And you know, <laughs> or do it here. I'll do you one better. Why don't you go reintroduce yourself? <laughs> That's one of my. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> come again. Literally, come again. <laughs> Yeah, you guys know it. But also, you know that anyone with any drop of Leo in their chart at all can't take the fakery. That's why, you know, all of us can't be doing that. Right. That's true. All three of us definitely vibe on that, like not having any And And we'll all just be like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, none of us are afraid to, in the moment, be like, let's not be, (laughs) (laughs) let's not put on any shows. Okay. Yes. No, I I do really appreciate that about Moj. I will say I feel like absolutely the transition of kind of um, understanding the source of your anger, that is something that I've really seen you grow into in the last couple of years, especially because your way of like, I don't think like, I think it really has to do with your gut instinct. Like your gut always guides you in a way, but I just feel like before you weren't like tapping into the information of your gut, you were just like sourced in the anger and like confusion. And then I'd be like, oh, okay, wait, what's going on though? Like what, what, where, why, and how? And I will say you have really trained me to like listen to my gut. (laughs) These last couple of years, I've been listening to her. And she has not really, and you always said like your gut will not guide you wrong. Like it will not take you to the wrong place. And it has not. My gut feeling about folks, about situations, like it just comes true. It literally just comes true right in front of my eyes. And it's, it's kind of wild. Sometimes it like blows my mind. (laughs) I think that's the universe. You know what I mean? Like that's intuition. Like that's the part of us that we all have. And it's just like, do you want to listen? Because it's so true. That thing they say, your gut is never, ever wrong. You've Mm -hmm. never had a gut feeling and it's been wrong. Mm -hmm. No one. Yeah. It's like, if you want to listen, you'll hear it. If you want to see, universe will show you. Universe has shown me so many things that I didn't even ask to see. But since I was open to seeing it, I was like, oh, whoa, okay. You know what the universe is not shy, like, at all? (laughs) Like, the universe, literally, it's crazy. She'll show you. Yeah. She'll show you. Yeah. That's true, Moj. I feel like, yeah, you, you especially in these last couple years have come up on a lot of things. I just feel like we've had a lot of moments where you've been like, that wasn't even where I started with this, but this is where I'm at now. Like now I see what's really happening here. And it was a journey. It's been a journey, a funny, very entertaining for me, honestly. (laughs) As a viewer, I I love being here. Moshe has a very entertaining life world. Just know You'll that. see someday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes some years are too entertaining where every time I called Kijana, I was like, you ready for this roller coaster? <laughs> <I'm not." laughs> and a roller coaster it would be. <laughs> That's amazing. She never disappointed on that. I'd be like, bitch, this is grade A drama. Like, this, you got to write this down and sell this to someone. This shit is crazy. <laughs> So if my life was a reality show, it would be so great. It sure would. I would definitely watch that. All right. So then we'll just wrap it up. Okay. Um, (laughs) We're just going to wrap it up. (laughs) This is the Countess Luann speaking. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you both for such a great show. Thanks for um, listening to me and for all your great advice. Yeah. Anytime. Hey, guess what, guys? Next time we record, Moja's going to be with us. Hey. Woo. I'm so excited.
Maybe we'll record it. Like video, too. Maybe, but <laughs> that like, would be funny. All we have to do is put a phone on us. <laughs> because you guys are really missing out on our reactions. Because even when I'm quiet, I wish you could see my face. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. We just have to do that ring light setup. We have a lot of ring lights. I'm here for it. That's we do. For sure. We do. All right. Well, we shall see. We shall see. Or not. You, maybe you'll see us. Maybe you won't. <laughs> but you'll definitely hear us. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Hey, and guys, if anyone is interested in yoga teacher training, we have. We're going to squ- extend the deadline to the 20th of April, 420. 420, baby. So let us know. You or anyone you know in the Boston area. Please. Just kidding. But for real, you do really. (laughs) We're not desperate, but we definitely want you to join. You know what I'm saying? We still have like four spots left, and I just want to fill them. Mostly just so it's like a good, fun training. Absolutely. But honestly, the people that we have are already so fun. So I actually don't even care because (laughs) it's going to be a wild time no matter what. It's going to be so much fun no matter what. But it would be great for our first session to be full. Plus, I really do think it's just a fun thing to do for this weird post-COVID summer to, like, A, get your mind and body back, but B, to, like, have, like, a small group that we're, like, you know, meeting every week. And I just want to say, also, for people out there who are, like, yeah, but I don't want to be a yoga teacher, doesn't matter because, also, when I did my yoga teacher training, not saying this is going to happen to you, but when I did my yoga teacher training, I did not want to be a yoga teacher. Let me tell you why I did my yoga teacher training. I did my yoga teacher training because I had just broken up with an ex, and I was, like, all types of dazed and confused in this world. I was living at home with my mom for the first time in, like, five years, which was not even a good situation. I barely was trying to talk to this woman, even though we're besties. It does. It's a long story. That's another episode. But <laughs> theories. <laughs> I do love her, but we've we'll had a, a journey. <laughs> we should, but we've had quite the journey. And you know, God bless her. She welcomed me back into her home. But I was living at home with my mom again, and I was like, I needed first of all a reason to like be out of my house regularly and like have something to look forward to. And I just needed this thing that you know, I loved yoga. I wanted to deepen my practice. I wanted to know like the ins and outs of yoga and like how you think about cueing a posture and things like that. But I had no intention of teaching. I didn't even officially get my certification for a year after I finished yoga teacher training because I had to because at that point I was going to be a yoga teacher. So um, yeah, you don't have to do it because you want to be a yoga teacher. You can do it because you want to deepen your practice. We're going to talk about really cool things. I was going to say that. Like there's so much – other information too. You're not just learning about yoga. You're learning about the chakras. You're learning about energy. You, you know, it's just, you learn so much about the human body. The history, yeah. You learn Anatomy. about the mind body connection. Like it's yep. just really like valuable information. And I just want to say too, like speaking to the other people that have already signed up for the session, because everyone who's already signed up is like such a cool person and they have such a cool background. And like, we've already been talking about doing like circles and stuff around the full moons and things like that. So I think that- it will be also like an even more intimate yoga community than what we've had in the last couple of years. So also if you're just kind of like looking for that vibe yeah, for the just summer. Make some friends. Yeah, just to come and chill with some really cool people who are all just doing like really cool things right now. And you know yeah. we like smoking weed, and so you don't have yeah, to be scared of us. Exactly. <laughs> That's the first thing I ask when I'm trying to make new friends. <laughs> facts. Facts. 
So anyways, um, you know, if you've been thinking about it, but you've been feeling like, oh, I'm not sure or anything like that, reach out to me or Moj or Ryan. Let us answer some questions. You know, there's payment yeah. plans, things like that. Like, Oh, and with attendance too. Like we know it's the summer. So yeah. if there's weekends you have to miss, we totally get it. And it's, and it's really easy for you to make up the material, learn it yourself, and then just go to a couple extra yoga classes right. so your hours are still right. It's really like a manageable thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you guys send me an email, mojgon at ionitrosegarden.com, I can send you guys the tentative schedule so you can take a look at what days are already on the calendar. You guys can see what payment plans work for you. We're super flexible. Yeah, send me an email and I'll help you guys out. Yeah. So anyways, really excited. Super looking forward to Moj being here this week. Super looking forward to next week we've got a lot of fun stuff planned for next week we've also got i guess we didn't do new growth this week but i do just want to hit home again that our community meeting is scheduled for the 27th we'll be sending that link out to our mailing list if you want to make sure you have the link just like dm us on ig or anything like that i think it would be super great if people are around it's a 27th at 6 30 it's virtual if you can hop online and just come through and and support especially if you're a roslindale resident i mean that would be huge um, you know, because we're presenting to the Rosendale community and those are the people that we're going to be, you know, trying to get support from. Hopefully we can go into this process with, you know, fully supported by our community. We don't want people to be opposed to us. We don't want people to, you know, come. I'm sure people will come to contest, but I hope that by the end we can win them over and they can be excited as at least a little bit excited because we certainly know the other business owners are excited and obviously we're super fucking excited. So, um, yeah, you know, we'll have more information but if you're curious or you want to know because you definitely want to make sure you're there please 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 just reach out to us directly that's our episode for today thank you so much for tuning in please be sure to check back regularly for new episodes check out our website www.inirosegarden.com for updates and any events happening here at the garden and be sure to follow us on instagram at i and i rose garden that's at symbol i a n d i r o s e g a r d e n talk to you guys soon